This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Ladies and gentlemen, we are starting to win. How can I tell? The left is in a panic, a full-blown meltdown over the incredible nationwide nonpartisan backlash. I say nonpartisan because Democrats, liberals, uh, Republicans, conservatives all over the country are the, the massive backlash against their immoral, unscientific vaccine mandates, their anti-liberty and anti-freedom agenda. And the, yes, even some liberals, a guy in my neighborhood this week who I know to be a leftist is furious about this. There is a nationwide backlash. We are starting to win and turn the corner on these communists on the left. They went after me this weekend. Now I'm going, you know what I do? I double down. It is time for massive civil disobedience against these immoral, unethical policies. I had that stolen valor idiot Malcolm Nance call, call this sedition. It's fascinating. Actual violence in the street. Leftists won't call sedition treason, nothing, actual violence, the burning down of cities, the attacking of a courthouse, and yet calls for civil disobedience. This country has a long and storied history with peaceful civil disobedience to unethical, immoral, illegal, anti-constitutional policies, and the left is melting down. They're melting down because we're winning double down right now. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. It's been a great weekend. We've had massive victories against the cat lady, against vaccine mandates, um, we've also seen some progress on jo on the uh, on the on the continuing war on 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 Joe Biden and his war against liberty and freedom. Things are starting to look up a little bit. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Joe, let's go. And the torpedoes. That's right. Full steam ahead. Yes, That's darn right. Perfect timing for that one. Listen, I've rarely been as excited to get a Monday show going because it was such a huge news weekend for the Liberty Movement. First, let's get right to it. They are melting down. The Biden administration realizes their unethical, immoral vaccine mandates have, have birthed a new Liberty Movement in the United States. Suburban parents, minority voters, a coalition Republicans have never enjoyed before is starting to materialize against this disastrous, grotesque bag of bones in the White House and his 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 slow crawl towards communism here in the United States. They can't take it. Here is this loser he's got for a chief of staff, Ron Klain, whose entire career has been associated with failure. Just look him up, believe me. Ron Klain, who looks like um, uh, Philippe Reines, that other zero, they're like twins. They're like, uh, you know, the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito movie, but there's two Danny DeVitos in this case, right? Ron Klain and, uh, and Philippe Reines. Look them up, the Clinton hack, right? Here's Ron Klain, this hapless zero on the weekend shows this Sunday, trying to defend the vaccine mandate and hilariously making the case for the anti-vaccine mandate people, the liberty and freedom crowd, he actually makes their case by comparing them to hard hats on the job site. He's not even smart enough to realize he made our case, not his. Check this out. I'm quite confident that when this finally gets fully adjudicated, not just a temporary order, right. uh, the, the validity of this requirement will be upheld. It's common right. sense, Chuck. If OSHA can tell people to wear a hard, hard hat on the job, right. to be, be careful on chemicals, it can put, put in place these simple measures to keep our workers safe. We will find out if the courts agree. This is hilarious. Ron Klain is so dumb, Armacost. He doesn't even realize he made the case against the OSHA regulations, Biden's occupational self and health, uh, occupational uh, safety and health 
administration. He made the case against it. OSHA, it, what a clown, is, a, is there to, you know, air quotes, because they don't really do any federal bureaucracies, don't do anything. They say they do. But to ensure job site safety, not safety against any general threat anywhere in the world that they can then transplant it to the job site. Let me make it simple for you. The reason OSHA says you need to wear a hard hat on a site that may have some falling object is because, Joe, the falling object falls on the site, you idiot. <laughs> How stupid is this guy? It, the, the fa- Why does OSHA not say, hey, you got to wear a hard hat all around the street because they're specifically relegated to threats from substances and dangerous activities on the job site. Not a general threat to humanity like a virus. That, that, he made the case for the other side here. I showed you this on Friday, the Wall Street Journal. This is important. From this Wall Street Journal piece, this is what OSHA is there to do. OSHA rule that the Biden administration is abusing, they say, is a dubious reach of federal power. They're using emergency temporary standards to circumvent the rulemaking process, the Biden administration and OSHA. But those emergency temporary standards are limited to, quote, grave danger from exposure to substances or agents determined to be toxic or physically harmful or from new hazards. The law deals with, listen very closely, work-related hazards, i.e. a hard hat, folks. Not all hazards one might encounter anywhere in the world. How stupid is Ron Clay? He just made the case. Now, that this, is, this has nothing to do with the work site. OSHA is not a rulemaking body like uh, Congress that can pass legislation. It is a bureaucracy empowered by Congress for a limited function, the work site, not to make general rules the Biden administration can't get away with because they don't have the constitutional power for a nationwide vaccine mandate. Now, this is not the first time this hapless buffoon, Ron Klain, Philippe Reines lookalike, in the twins version of two Danny DeVito's movie, this is not the first time Ron Klain has stepped on his own crank. Ron Klain is an idiot. I'm telling you, he's not pretending to be stupid. He's a genuinely stupid guy. I know people who are around him. Here's Ron Klain. This was September 9th of 2021. Why am I showing you a tweet from Stephanie Rule and MSNBC from September 9th? Because Stephanie Rule tweeted out, OSHA, doing this vaccine mandate as an emergency workplace safety rule is the ultimate workaround for the federal government to require vaccinations. Look at the top. Who retweeted this? Ron Klain. Ron Klain, Biden's chief of staff. Maybe saying, what's the problem, Dan? Folks, there are no constitutional workarounds. If you were going to do a constitutional workaround, that would be unconstitutional. You get the point here? Stephanie Rule is basically saying at MSNBC, hey, this is a workaround to the Constitution, you know, i.e. probably get thrown out. She doesn't realize she's doing that, but she's doing it. And then Ron Klain is retweeting it and celebrating it. Meaning you think the courts are going to take lightly to that? Ron Klain, is, I'm telling you, is a genuine moron. He's admitting in front of the courts by retweeting that, that they don't have the power to do this and they're doing a workaround which is not permit. What's the point of a constitution if you're allowed to work around it? What's the point? Ladies and gentlemen, the constitution is not a suggestion. It is a governing document. I'm telling you, these people are in a panic right now. They're in even more of a panic because the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals this weekend realizes Biden has no constitutional power for a nationwide vaccine mandate. He is abusing OSHA authority as a constitutional workaround. They have already admitted His chief of staff is an idiot. He just made the case for the other side. And the Fifth Circuit caught on this weekend. Here's what happened when they shut down his vaccine mandate. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals said the petitions give cause to believe that there are grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate. Gee, you think the mandate is hereby stayed pending further action by this court. The Fifth Circuit, ladies and gentlemen, smells a rat. Joe Biden is making this up whole the line. It is time for mass civil disobedience. Ladies and gentlemen, the country has a storied history when civil liberties and freedom are under attack like they are right now of people, 
peacefully assembling, disobeying. We have a long history with that. Now is the time. Elections alone will not be able to solve the crisis we are in. It is time for mass civil disobedience. And then whenever the left, like they did this weekend, they panicked over my show. So I retweeted them, retweeting me. And it also included in there, we had the team include links to the website where the show is. We need to fight back right now. It is time for to, to, to highlight what is going on. This is a war on the sovereignty of your own body. It's happening right in front of you. Folks, Ron DeSantis smells a rat here, too. If this is an emergency temporary standard by OSHA, hold the line. I'm telling you, folks, hold the line. Do not allow them to steal away your liberty and freedom and your body sovereignty. I am with you. I am in this war with Cumulus right now. I've dedicated my own money to supporting some of these people let go. I'm going to have updates for that coming soon. We are in a war right now for freedom and liberty. Don't let it. Don't let it escape through your fingertips. Don't. Hold the line. We have good people on our side. Here's the liberty-loving governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, calling absolute BS on this emergency standard for this vaccine mandate, saying if it's emergency standard, uh, one, why did you wait two months to put it out? Number two, why did you make it effective January 4th and not immediately? Check this out. I think it's interesting that this is being done under the guise of emergency power. This was announced two months ago, and it said this is an emergency and that this is grave danger is facing. Then why did it take you two months to issue uh, the rule? And then, of course, the rule doesn't take effect until January, which is convenient because it's not going to it'll minimize workforce disruptions over the holiday season, which we know we're likely to see anyways. And then this would only exacerbate that. Always, always, always salient, relevant, perfectly appropriate timing from Ron DeSantis. He's absolutely right. Listen, folks, let me just be candid with you for a moment, okay? I got a lot going on. I live for this. I, I really, I live for that. I was born to do this. Fight, that is. Not born to do radio. I never actually envisioned myself in radio. But I was born to do this. A guy came up to me in church this weekend afterwards. He handed me a note. He said, I work for FPL, Florida Power and Light. They're going to do some kind of a vaccine mandate. We need your help. I said, I'll do my best. I will we'll bring up FT, FPL on the show as well. But he said, you know, what, what do we do? And I said, I don't, I, I'm not going to give you an easy answer. I'm going to give you the right one. Folks, we had generations of people who fought for liberty and freedom in this country. Generations of freedom, freedom fighters who had to give up a lot. Their safety, their security, everything. Hold the line. They force you to get this vaccine against your doctor's advice. If they force you to get this vaccine and violate your freedom and liberty and your bodily sovereignty, you may have natural immunity. You may have a medical reason. You think you may be harmed from this vaccine. Do not fold. But Dan, they may do something. They may. I told you I don't have an easy answer for you. I don't have an easy. I only have the right one. A lot of people decided they're my fight with Cumulus to be quiet about it, too. They took the easy route. A lot didn't. Many backed me up. Not about me. It's about this fight. It was never about me. Like I said, I got vaccinated. I, under the advice of my doctor, because I was going through a medical crisis at the time. Would I have done it again today? I don't know. Not about me. Hold the line. I'm with you and other people are with you too. <sighs> Folks, there's more than that going on, unfortunately. This Biden administration has doubled and tripled down this rotting bag of bones in the White House. He is, his war, I've never seen anything like it. A coordinated war on, on liberty and freedom. I've never seen anything like it. And the fact that Biden knows there is not a chance in hell he will be reelected or run again. Biden has doubled and tripled down after last Tuesday's grotesque, grotesque performance by the Democrats, where they got destroyed 
all across the country. He has doubled and tripled down. I want to play this video coming up next year where Biden, he tries to fake outrage in response to the very real outrage against the Biden administration's policy now to pay illegal immigrants millions, if not billions of collective dollars by the time we're done to cross and enter the country illegally. Biden got caught. He got caught in a lie. And instead of admitting it, he is now trying to do the let me pound the table because I can't pound the facts. I'll get to that in a second. Let me get to my uh, my second sponsor first. And I've got another video coming up. Brian Stelter getting schooled on his own show about how they're pulling this 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 dipsy do flipperoo off right now. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So, as I said to you before, Biden is trying, what's the old adage, right, in the legal profession? When you can't pound the facts, pound the table. Someone told Biden you got caught in a lie. You said the idea that Biden, the Biden administration is now proposing to pay. Want to be outraged? Proposing to pay illegal immigrants who came to the country hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars collectively. Now that they're proposing to do this, Biden realizes he's caught. He realizes the country is rebelling against this guy. He has one of the lowest approval approval ratings for a first-year president we've seen in American history. People know he's a disgrace to humankind. They know he's a creep. They saw the Ashley Biden diary story. They know this is a disgusting human being, a, a filthy, disgusting human being. And they are revolting against this guy right now. So what does he do? He decides, oh, I'll just yell at the reporter, David Spund, about my plan to pay illegals to come to the country illegally. And he thinks it's going to work. Here, check this out. He said last week uh, that this report about uh, migrant families at the border getting payments uh, was garbage. No, I didn't uh, say that. Let's get straight. He said everybody coming across the border gets $500,000, $450,000. So the number was what you had a problem The number I was referring to. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Sure. If, in fact, because of the, the outrageous behavior of the last administration, you coming across the border, whether it was legal or illegal, and you lost your child. You lost your child. He's gone. You deserve some kind of compensation, no matter what the circumstances. What that will be, I have no idea. I have no idea. But you also the DOJ negotiating settlement. You didn't lose your child. You broke the law entering the United States illegally and you were sent to a detention facility for doing it. You didn't lose your child. You committed a crime. Now, Biden wants to pay people individually hundreds of thousands of dollars, collectively millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions. Who knows when this will end? Billions? Oh, that's an exaggeration. Is it? Is it? Are we going to pay more people going forward as what we want to imprison their child? So just to be clear. The new policy in the United States, Joe, I miss this one. The new policy in the United States apparently is break the law in the United States and we take your child to prison too? I'm just, mm. I'm just checking. Like that's the, is that the, that seems like a bizarre new standard. Weird. Um, you know, really weird, right? I'm sure if you and I got arrested, we would not be taking our children to prison. Now that's a choice you made to break the law. Did not lose your child. Now, folks, you may be saying, oh, was this all done by accident? No, of course it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. Folks, this is the plan. This has always been the plan. Biden plans on paying people 
to come here illegally because he is engaged in class warfare like we haven't seen since the early Marxists. Whether it's CRT, whether it's paying illegals, whether it's the open border, Biden is engaged in a Marxist class warfare plot to make you a second-class citizen in your own country. What Biden needs to do is Biden and the left needs to stay in power. They seek power. They seek communist-style rule here. They seek socialism. They seek speech suppression and their fascist uh, ideology. So what they need to do is they need to pick their voters, not have their voters pick them. So they're trying to pay people off. They're trying to pay people off. They know they're losing minority voters in the United States, Hispanic and black voters. So they need new voters. This drives them wild. They said it. A New York Times reporter, a New York Times, excuse me, opinion person put in the New York Times a yes, we can replace them. They're talking about working class minority voters, American voters, American citizens. They are talking about you. This is a class warfare fight. Race is just the guys for them. I said it on Fox and Friends this morning. This has nothing to do with fighting racism on the left. The left loves racism. They teach it through critical racism training. That's what CRT is. It's teaching kids how to be racist because they need the class struggle. Now, uh, shockingly of all places, a woman, Batia Unga Sargon, one on Brian Stelter, the coffee boy at CNN. He's the coffee fetcher. So when he's not getting coffee, bizarrely, they gave him a very low-rated show on CNN. Just look at the numbers. Don't take my word for it. It's pretty embarrassing. Badia Unga Sargon schooled uh, the guy who's never seen a donut he doesn't like or a piece of gym equipment he does, Brian Stelter, on his own show on how what I just told you is true. The Biden payments and the open border uh, to uh, payments to illegal immigrants in the open border is designed intentionally to create class warfare in the United States, a class of dependent voters that'll constantly vote for liberals and socialism because they think they'll be paid off by the, by the government and a working class to finance it who will be progressively destroyed over time. Here's Batia Unga Sargon explaining how this is all a class struggle to uh, stealth. This is brilliant. You saw host after host after host on MSNBC saying, oh, this is a victory for white supremacy, right? White supremacy wins again. Racism wins again. When, you know, the lieutenant governor that Youngkin won with will be the first black woman to hold that job. When Glenn Youngkin managed to flip majority black districts, when he managed to get between 40 and 50 percent of Latino voters, are all of those people white supremacists? Of course they're not. They're people who are worried about, number one, the economy, Right. And number two, schooling. And it seems to me it is such a self own to tell people who are worried about the economy that that is white supremacy. Right. Mm. You are essentially criminalizing the views of working class Americans. And you saw the same thing with the conversation around critical race theory. Right. You saw all of these pundits being like, these people don't know what critical race theory is. That is not um, a political statement. That is a class statement. Hmm. They are not educated enough to be opposed to critical race theory. How dare they oppose it? Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yes. I love watching the coffee boy sit there. Crusty look like a bozo, like the bozo that he is on his own show. Listen to me. This is not about the environment. This is not about race. This is not about the rich. The Democrats love the rich as long as they give them campaign donations. Look at the Democrats fighting for the salt tax deduction now, which benefits the rich. This is a class warfare struggle. This is a remnant of early onset Marxism that's permeated the left. They use these vehicles because the straight class argument doesn't work, folks. People in the United States realize, if, if, Joe, you've heard this before. So, Gee, if this doesn't make sense, you need to pay attention here. I need to, you as the, you as the surrogate audience on Buzzman now. Joe's heard it before. Mm -hmm. The original Marxism, folks, the idea is there that there was a bourgeoisie and a proletariat and that the means of production should be controlled by the government because rapacious capitalists will steal from you. That worked overseas in many places. Not the ideology. The ideology always fails. But the argument worked in getting people to vote for socialists and then let socialists take power and then suppress them. The argument never worked in the United States. Where the original socialism, as we know it, those original Marxist ideas, despite being very successful, 
They've never set in because people in the United States know it's not true. Rich people become poor, poor people become rich, middle-class people become poor, poor people become middle-class, middle-class people become upper-middle-class. There's nothing like the class mobility in the United States because there is no hard class. If you work hard, go to school, educate yourself, and develop a skill, you will make decent money. That's not the case around the world. So the left for, for eons now has tried to find other ways to destroy working-class citizens. They can't use the straight class argument all the time. It doesn't work. They've used environmental arguments. Oh, we better get rid of those oil companies. Uh, they don't care about oil companies. Oil companies donate to Democrats. They'd love them. They don't give a damn about oil companies. Oh, it's a race war. You minorities, the Democrats are, uh, the Republicans are keeping you down. We're going to save you. That's nonsense. The Democrats are teaching your kids to be racist. These are all fake vehicles in a class warfare to get you to vote against your own interests. And they can't do it by saying you'll never get ahead, ever, ever, ever get ahead in the United States repeatedly. They have to blame it on something like race, i.e. race. You're oppressed. You'll never get ahead. So they use this class struggle here. This Wall Street Journal article proves my point. The Democrats want you to do things against your own interests. They want you to destroy yourselves in this class struggle against working class America. But so they need you to vote against your own interests. So they bring up these faux arguments. This is racism. Rich people are stealing from you. Stealing from you. You don't have anything. What are they stealing? Here, the Wall Street Journal piece. Ron Wyden's plan to gut capital markets. So Ron Wyden, this crazy lunatic Democrat liberal senator, wants to put a tax on unrealized capital gains. Stocks you've invested in. They want to put a tax on that. Unrealized capital gains. Ladies and gentlemen, this will destroy you here from the peace. If this happens for publicly traded stocks, they say a further shift towards private markets where people are just investing privately would shut out 90% of U.S. investors and retirees who don't meet the minimum wealth and income requirements for private investment. Mr. Wyden would enhance the opportunities exclusively available to the wealthy while severely limiting the options of middle-class savers. Folks, this is a class war here. It's a class war, and it has nothing to do with the rich. Ron Wyden's plan to tax the rich would actually make people take their money out of publicly traded stocks, insert them into hedge funds, venture capitalist funds that do private capital, and enrich a small group of rich people while you get none of the benefits of public companies. Tell me again how this is rich versus poor. This is not. This is productive class versus a Democrat class of voters. They need to destroy productivity. And if they can use rich idiots to do it, they'll do it. They'll keep a small cabal of their people rich and destroy everyone else. This is going to affect you. Here's the second part of this wealth tax. Not only will it suck money out of public market markets into private markets, it'll also crash the stock market. Hurting middle class folks. Again, this is a, they need a subjugated class. I'm sorry. I, you know what? I, if I'm not explaining this right, this, is, this will be the most, I'll be very upset at myself. I'll be extremely disappointed. This is about creating an underclass of subjugated voters who will, who will live off government benefits at the expense of, expense of people producing. It doesn't matter if they're rich or not. They will crush the middle class to stay in power. That's what they're doing with this wealth tax. It says also many billionaire owners would have to sell large numbers of shares to pay their annual tax bill. They'd have to pay taxes on stocks, ladies and gentlemen. They haven't even sold yet. They're going to sell them right away in case they go up more. The stock sales would be particularly large for the first few years after enactment because the bill's designed to apply retroactively. Musk and Bezos would be required to pay the capital gains tax from Wyden on the total appreciation from their stocks the day they were founded. Given that U.S. billionaires own more than $3.5 trillion in stock or more than 7% of total American equity market cap, these massive stock sales would negatively affect all investors, including 401k and retail account holders. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a class war but not in the way you think. It is not rich versus poor with them. They love the rich that donate to them. 
This is about productive working class people who are moving away from the Democrat Party and the Democrats need to pick their new voters by um, by uh, open borders. They acknowledge the New York Times wrote the op ed about it. They're not hiding it. And attacking middle class minority voters, middle class productive employees. It's about attacking them. I wish people saw what I saw. I know you do. But these middle class suckers still voting Democrat. The war is on you. The war is on you because they are afraid your eyes are going to open soon to what's going on. They need to make sure they can subjugate you. All right, I want to get to developments in this uh, Spygate Russia hoax case because there have been some really Incredible gems in the Danchenko indictment. You're not going to want to miss. Let me get to my uh, my next sponsor. Gosh, this country's in a dark place, I'm telling you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, folks, where, as I said before, the Democrats are engaged in a class warfare struggle. The Democrats need to pick their voters. They can't have the voters pick them, so they have to subjugate a class of people that will remain subjugated and dependent on them. They use all kinds of vehicles to get there. Fake race wars, fake fake environmental fights. This has nothing to do with any of that. Rich versus poor, none of it. It is about creating a dependent class. One of the ways they do that and maintain that is to create this, this large crop of American voters who will vote for them no matter what, is to deceive them. They can't deceive them without a monopoly on the media. That is why you have this panic right now on the left and this move to crush free speech and censor conservative truth-tellers. The left knows they lie. They need lying to create a dependency class because if they found out the truth about what was happening, they would revolt themselves. So they need to lie. That's why George Soros and all of his stooges out there, like the cat lady Nardini, this is where, this is the, the root of all of this is an effort to censor the truth. They tried it with the Russia hoax and they were humiliated when their leftist media outlets, which tried to get rid of Donald Trump, who was fighting for a working middle class and a robust middle class through tax cuts and economic growth. They had to get rid of him. So they created this fairy tale. We, people like us, exposed it. Now the entire thing is falling apart and the left is panicking and double and tripling down on trying to censor free speech because we expose them. And they can't take it. They can't take it that they are the disinformation, misinformation liars. So there was an indictment Friday of Igor Danchenko, who is now, it appears, a key player in the Russia hoax. Danchenko, according to this indictment, was the source of a lot of the misinformation and disinformation, according to these allegations, put in the dossier used to create the Russia hoax. So there are a lot of gems in there. I want to hat tip my buddy 279 for this too. Great source. The first gem in this indictment. So Danchenko's, just to be clear, remember, he's one of the sources, alleged sources for the dossier, Steele's dossier, which the whole Russia hoax was based on. Look at this. So he was interviewed by the FBI on March 16th of 2017. What does it say in the indictment? Go to, uh, go to bullet 99 sub AB if you want to read it yourself. In the March 16, 2017 interview, which the FBI recorded, without Danchenko's knowledge, Danchenko confirmed in substance his claim that he had received an anonymous call from someone he believed, and then he goes on to talk about this, uh, looks appears to be the million conversation right there. Turns out he was interviewed two days later on March 18th. The FBI also recorded it without Danchenko's knowledge. What's in those recordings, folks? How many other people were recorded without their knowledge? Huh? 
Who's next? Here's the next little gem. Hat tip, our buddy Technofog at his uh, Substack called The Reactionary, which is fantastic. This will be in my newsletter today. You should subscribe to it immediately if you, uh, you want to learn about the Spygate case. This guy's amazing. What did the FBI have on Danchenko? Well, here's another fascinating little interview. So on June 15th of 2017, the FBI interviewed Danchenko regarding the dossiers. They call them company reports. Here's the line of questioning from the indictment. The FBI said, agent says to him, um, because obviously I don't think you're the only person that's been contributing. You may have said one, and this is the other thing we're trying to figure out. The FBI agent says, do you know a PR executive one? He asks him about this guy, Charles Dolan, who was a Clinton flack. Ladies and gentlemen, what does that say to you right there? Well, let me translate it for you. Number one, we know Danchenko was recorded. Others were recorded. So they're probably going to be playing each other's stuff against each other because who knows who else they were recording as well. But second, if the FBI interviewed Danchenko on June 15th and knew clearly from this line of questioning, this PR executive who was working for Hillary Clinton was a source for the dossier. And they knew the information had come from the PR source and not, in fact, Russian sources. Then why is it that the FBI went back to court on June 29th, just two weeks later, and swore to a judge that this was still real information from Russia when they knew it was coming from Hillary Clinton's PR executive? Go to the next screenshot from Technofog and you'll see this. Again, he says the dates are important. The Danchenko interview where he was questioned about Dolan, that's Hillary Clinton's PR executive, took place on June 15, 2017, before the fourth FISA warrant on Carter Page, which was submitted to the FISA court on June 29, 2017. Folks, listen, I'm skeptical, as I say often, of what the DOJ is going to allow John Durham to do, but I'm starting to think to myself that there may be far more people involved in this Durham circle of suspects than we think. John Ratcliffe kind of hinted at that this weekend on Maria Bartiromo's show. Here's John Ratcliffe, the former director of national intelligence under the Trump administration, saying, listen, there may be some more people in criminal jeopardy here. Again, let me just say in advance, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical because these people in power have managed to insulate themselves and get away with it for a long time. But I don't want to be a Debbie Downer either. If it looks like the investigation is going to expand to get some of these people, then we damn well better run with it. Here's Ratcliffe this weekend. Everyone associated with the Steele dossier, with its creation, its peddling to the FBI and its use with by law enforcement authorities um, against the Trump campaign illegally is in criminal jeopardy right now. Well, we'll see. This is a humiliating face plant for Jim Comey's FBI in the media. The FBI, just to sum up where we were just in these last few minutes, the source they used for the dossier, they knew he was getting information from Hillary Clinton, not Russia. Hillary Clinton via a surrogate PR executive who was giving them the information. And then they went back to court anyway and swore it was all true. Ladies and gentlemen, no matter what happens, the FBI has disgraced themselves. Jim Comey's FBI is now going to be known from this point going forward as the political enforcement arm for the Democrat Party. There's no disputing that anymore. Not to mention, some of these interviews were apparently recorded. So now we know what Danchenko said, and we know what the FBI knew too, because John Durham said it was recorded in the indictment. You see how there's a twofer right there? Danchenko can't go back and say, no, I didn't say that. And secondly, the FBI can't go back and say, no, we didn't know. Uh, showing you what a disgrace not just the FBI was under this act, under this uh, under the Comey administration with their illicit, immoral, and now questionably legal activities, lying in front of a FISA court. Here is the media, this clown, clown who should be really should be let go immediately from MSNBC for embarrassing the entire universe of opinion hosts out there with her endless promotion of now what we know was information almost exclusively from Hillary Clinton. There was no Russian information in the Russia hoax. It was all Hillary, right? It was Hillary's team and a few outsiders. Here was Rachel Maddow, hat tip Aaron Mate, by the way, 
This was from one of his pieces this week, and he picked out this old piece of video right as the administration was changing of Rachel Maddow all in on the PP tape hoax, all made up. We now know that came from Hillary Clinton, all in and suggesting that there were, uh, you know, there are troops defending against Russia overseas. President, she's talking about in the incoming President Trump here. Is President Trump going to pull them out because Vladimir Putin has information on them? Think about this. MSNBC still hires this total buffoon who may have altered our geopolitics and forced the Trump administration to her endless promotion of a fake Russia hoax to make decisions, which thankfully they didn't. But she tried to alter geopolitics based on a total hoax. And this woman just got a promotion at MSNBC. Can you imagine this? Check this out. The outgoing president is very quietly leaving a whole bunch, leaving thousands of U.S. troops on Russia's doorstep on his way out the door. And here's the question. Is the new president going to take those troops out? After all the speculation, after all the worry, we are actually about to find out if Russia maybe has something on the new president. We're about to find out if the new president of our country is going to do what Russia wants once he's commander in chief of the U.S. military starting noon on Friday. What is he going to do with those deployments? Watch this space. Seriously. Look at this total buffoon, this disgrace to humankind, trying to alter geopolitical decisions based on troop alignment, troop posture overseas, based on what we now know conclusively to be a false, totally concocted Hillary Clinton fable fairy tale, totally made up, and the woman just got a huge promotion at MSNBC and big money to do it. By the way, Aaron Mate is not a conservative. He's an actual journalist. He's not a conservative. He's not a politician. He's a journalist. He doesn't care about political stuff. He's the one who put that in there. Here's another guy, Matt Taibbi, who forever, and again, not a conservative guy, but a journalist who has been exposing Maddow, the media and the FBI for now partaking. And he can't get away with it. Danchenko was recorded. There's no way to go back and change the story now, folks. Everybody knew Dolan, Hillary's PR executive, according to this indictment, they fabricated this whole thing. Here's Taibbi acknowledging this in his, in his, uh, in his sub stack, TK News by Matt Taibbi, which I'll have linked to in my, my newsletter today, mongino.com slash newsletter. Rachel Maddow's shocking new low by Matt Taibbi. If I were Rachel Maddow and had a record of saying things on air like, above all else, we know this about the now famous dossier. Christopher Steele had this story before the rest of America did, and he got it from Russian sources. <laughs> News like the Dolan item would make me furious. Not only did she flog the Steele document for years, she specifically hyped its credibility on the grounds of how it was put together and by whom. And this woman still has a job and a promotion. She's still there. This embarrassment to humankind still has a job. So does the coffee boy at CNN and Chuck Todd. Freaking clown show, folks. Clown show. Clown show. Hillary made up the whole thing and used these morons. Now you see why the cat lady, who, by the way, we caught in a massive lie. Now you see why the cat lady is terrified of people like us, the truth tellers. Now you see why she teams with Soros to shut down free speech. Nardini Jammy, you see why? They can't have us exposing what they're doing. We caught her in a lie, by the way. Another one. So apparently she's been claiming if you go and follow her and it's, I know it'll take IQ points off, but she's been claiming we got all these people canceled from websites. Well, we've been doing an ongoing investigation of Nandini Nandini and her organization and some potentially fraudulent activity, which we'll be exposing going forward, which is really uh, disturbing stuff. We believe she's lying to her donors. Well, we caught her again in a massive lie. That thing with Ford, remember she remember I told you I'd give you an update on Ford. Remember yeah, that, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Ford has canceled all their uh their ads. Remember all Man. that? She's made that whole thing up. We got a statement from Ford saying, we don't know what she's talking about. Oh. This isn't the first time Nandini's lie. She keeps telling people she got oh, we got all these people canceled from our website. We what we're she apparently she's totally incapable of understanding what we're actually doing. I promise you it'll make sense soon. I promise. She's making it up. I'm telling you, she's making this stuff up. 
Trust nothing she says. She is duping her donors. This is a huge scam. A huge scam she's up to. All right. More on that coming up in a few minutes. Also, um, you know what, Gee, can we use the Terry Bradshaw video next? Talking about misinformation. Terry Bradshaw, misinformation. Yeah, folks, unfortunately. Um, what a disappointment this joker is on the on uh, sports this weekend. What a goofball. Yeah. You know, I wanted to put this in here. I doing the show a little bit out of order. Sorry, Gee. I know I put, I do a rundown for a reason, but this is important. Speaking of misinformation, Rachel Maddow, Chuck Todd, Joy Reid, the misinformation, they've lied to you repeatedly, ladies and gentlemen, repeatedly. Why do you keep listening to them? If you are on the left, Rachel Maddow, they have, they are documented fraudsters, document, Nardini, another lying, documented fraud. Why do you keep support the Lincoln Project? Why do you keep supporting these lying bunch of buffoons? Why? This is what happens when their misinformation, disinformation campaigns permeate even into the sports field. I never, I, I'm just being straight. I never really liked Terry Bradshaw. I just didn't. It's not a sports thing. Guy always kind of struck me as a clown. Oh, and he's a nice guy. He struck me as kind of a dunce. I'm sorry. I don't like stupid people. Well, I always kept quiet about it, but now this weekend, Terry Bradshaw proved me right. He went on, and speaking of misinformation, when you hear Rachel Maddow, CNN, and others spouting misinformation, specifically CNN spouting misinformation about ivermectin, an FDA-approved drug for human beings and parasites, and you tell people it's a horse dewormer when doctors use it off-label for coronavirus, you get scenes like this that played out with Terry Bradshaw this weekend. Check this out. I'd give Aaron Rodgers some advice. It would have been nice if he'd have just come to the Naval Academy and learned how to be honest. Yeah. Learn, learn not to lie, because that's what you did, Aaron. You lied to everyone. I understand immunized. What you were doing was taking stuff that would keep you from getting COVID-19. You got COVID-19. Ivermectin is a cattle dewormer. Sorry, folks. That's what it is. We are a divided nation politically. We're a divided nation on the COVID-19, whether or not to take the vaccine. And unfortunately, we've got players that pretty much think only about themselves. And I'm extremely disappointed in the actions of Aaron Rodgers. Huh. Un unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, the left just allows and promotes this continued misinformation cycle that Iver ivermectin in human beings is a horse dewormer. And idiots like Terry Bradshaw, I'm sorry, a very dumb guy. He is. At people trying to, you may be wondering why I'm so angry about this. There's a story there, and I don't want to give up a source. This guy is a moron. Horse dewormer. I'm a little disappointed, too. I live near the Naval Academy. Why is everybody cheering in the background over misinformation? Yeah. Why are you cheering about it? I don't understand. I mean, I live there. Those are great kids. Did they just not hear what he said? I have a lot of respect for what they do. That's hard over there. I lived in, Joe's not far from there either. I mean, it's literally right over the bridge yep. from where I lived. And they're great kids, all of them. Used to go out to a bar there once in a while, run into some of them downtown. Guys, ladies, you're being lied to. It's nothing to cheer about. He's spouting leftist misinformation again. So disappointed. All right, let me move on. I want to close out the show with a couple of stories you need to hear about. Number one, Biden sending more of these secret night flights of illegal immigrants. Now, not only are we going to transport them at our cost around the country, illegal immigrants who broke the law, uh, and not only are we going to pay them, we're going to fly them to Florida, too, where I live. Anna Giratelli, Washington Examiner, be in the newsletter. Biden sent 70 secret night flights of migrants from the border to Florida. Folks, did you notice that they're sending these secret night flights to a lot of swing states? Proving my point again, this is a class fight. Class. It's not the class fight you think it is. The Democrats don't care about rich versus poor. I can't say this enough during this show. All they care about is a subjugated class of people they think they can control voting to keep them in power. They don't care if they're rich, black, white, green, blue, Martian, Jupiterians, they don't care. 
They just want them strategically placed to keep them in power. It's a grotesque abuse of our constitutional process. They don't even care if you die. Look at this story, just the news. Volume of opioids flooding the United States is worse than it's ever been, says the outgoing DEA El Paso chief. Wait, I thought the Democrats were in it for the little guy. Really? The little guy's dying. Where do you think this opioid crisis is the worst? Where? You think illegal immigrants are being uh, being shipped to Beverly Hills? Where do you? This is a war on you. It's a war on you, ladies and gentlemen. The working class productive cities, citizens, because you won't be subjugated easily. Hey, Dee, pull up USA Today. I want to go to this one last. Sorry, I'm definitely going out of order. Folks, the good news here. I want to leave you with a little bit of good news on Monday. People are catching on. The productive working class citizens of this country, black, white, Asian, Muslim, Jew, Hindu, Christian, Catholic, Protestant, it doesn't matter, are all starting to get savvy to the war on freedom and liberty and productive economic behavior in this country. You are seeing that the war is on them. They are waking up. The evidence is everywhere. Smile a little bit today. Here's a USA Today article. Gloomy landscape for Democrats in midterms as Biden's approval drops to 38% in a USA Today Suffolk poll. He is in a world of trouble, folks, and it's because you all are waking up. The vaccine mandate has nothing to do with vaccines. CRT has nothing to do with anti-racism. Taxing the rich has nothing to do with taxing the rich. All of this is a war on you and productive people who will not be subjugated. If you refuse to bend the knee to the vaccine mandates, to giving up your money, to giving up your kids, they will divide and try to conquer, and they will make you bend your knee. But they can't make you if you fight back. Don't give up. Don't give in. Folks, it's not a golf game we're playing here. It's a boxing match. Told you over and over, a golf game, you leave in the middle of the play in at the eighth hole, nobody cares. Guy behind you plays through, guy in front of you doesn't give a damn. Greens feed guy gets his money, he don't care. That's not the fight we're in. There's no, there's no quit right now. Quit's not an option. You're in a boxing match. You quit, the other guy's still kicking your ass. You can't walk off. You can't walk away. Now it's time to double down. And as I told the FPL employee I ran into in church this weekend, I have no easy answers. I only have the right ones. Do not bend the knee. Do not let them make you do something you know is immoral and ethical and violation of your civil liberty. But then there's a penalty. Yeah, there is. The penalty for me too. I've been very public about it. That shouldn't stop you. There are no easy answers. Only the right ones. Be proud of yourself that you're on the right side. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I'll see you on the radio later. I am still in this ongoing fight uh, with Cumulus. It is, um, I'm not going to say progressing. We had some developments last week, as I told you. But uh, again, we'll see what happens going forward. I will keep you updated. And uh, like I said, it's, um, it's worth it. No easy answers, only the right ones. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.